Katie could have done without the hostess duties that Friday, with her new project starting to stack up overtime, but the chance to get some friendly adult company was something she'd move mountains for. Sorry I'm so behind with dinner, she apologised for the third time, struggling to get the elastic band off the chicken's scaly legs so she could ram some lemon up its cavity. A hugely expensive, organic, unwaxed lemon, purchased eight minutes previously from the nearest corner shop. Ross used the last lemon to make pancakes for Madam. Hannah's a vegetarian now, apparently. But he didn't tell me until I'd got in from work and started preparing the food, after I'd cleaned up the pancake mess, so I had to rush out again while he was bathing them and... Joe put a hand on Katie's arm. Katie, calm down. There's no rush. She topped up the wine glass next to the chopping board. The kids are in bed, the wine's on the table, the husbands are talking about... something and there's no babysitter to run home at midnight. I don't want you to get wound up about supper. I don't care what time it's done. You and I are going to have a glass of wine and relax. Katie gave the lemon a final cross thrust and banged the chicken in the tin. Or do I have to put something in your drink? asked Joe. I will. I've got some medicine in my handbag, you know. Katie managed a wry smile. Sorry, she said, running her hands under the tap. It's just work. I've been moved on to a big new project, town regeneration. It's going to be good for me, but every time I leave the office for ten minutes, they seem to arrange another meeting. Leave the office in the office, said Joe firmly. You're at home with your friends and your husband. Katie took a large mouthful of wine. Oh, God, she said, staring helplessly at the chicken, lying in the tin with its legs splayed lasciviously, as if it was about to have a smear test. Where's the elastic band to tie it back up again? And I forgot to weigh it. How long would you give that, roughly? Here, said Joe, handing her the bottle of wine, as she searched through the jumbled kitchen drawers for string. Let me. The string would find Joe, thought Katie. She was like that these days, a domesticity magnet. Joe was one of those women who made complete sense as a domestic goddess, but without ever making a big deal about it. She didn't need to. Everything about motherhood seemed to suit her. Jo hadn't lost her baby weight after Rowan, despite promising to come with Katie to the yummy mummy bums and tummy class at the sports centre, but she actually looked better than she had done in her skinny, suited estate agent days. Now she wore lots of flowing skirts and soft smocks, and had the sort of hips that babies fitted onto instinctively, moulding themselves into her cosy shape. Joe exuded good sense and kindness like a chocolatey perfume, and was completely oblivious to how attractive it made her. There was something about her you just wanted to touch. Katie's stomach was flatter, but she still envied Joe. Keeping two steps ahead of Eddie Harding had helped her squeeze back into her old suits, but she knew she looked about five years older these days as a result. Now, you said when you went back to work that you weren't going to let it drive you mad. Joe reminded her. Ah, there's the string. Excellent. Katie hesitated, then sighed apologetically. It's not work so much as... She stopped herself, not wanting to let her negativity spoil the evening. I suppose it's feeling autumn starting to set in. I really felt it parking the car just now. It's bloody cold out there. As she spoke, a gust of wind whipped around the house, rustling leaves across the little yard and flicking the first drops of rain against the window. The long Indian summer had finally finished, and now the crispness of autumn bit into the air.
I love this time of year, said Jo, pushing back her long curly brown hair into a clip to keep it out of her round face while she ground pepper and sprinkled salt on the chicken. A few curls escaped, and she tucked them behind her ear absent-mindedly. You can wrap up warm so no one can see your spare tire. There's always an excuse for hot chocolate, and Molly's happy to play in the leaves for hours. But you want to try doing site inspections when it's lashing with rain, said Katie. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I've stopped now. No more work. She took another sip of wine. With the chicken ready for the oven and still no sound from the kids upstairs, she felt softness begin to creep around her edges. I love your kitchen, said Jo unexpectedly. It's so homely and warm. Are you insane? Katie boggled her eyes. Ross was supposed to have blitzed the house before the fielding...